No Claws, Just the Clap, the only podcast that has an argument about how cheerleaders wore their socks in the late 90s. No, you're talking about how they even dress now. I mean... No, but I'm talking about when I was in high school, which was the end of the 90s and the early 2000s. I, I don't remember cheerleaders wearing socks. Well, I mean, everybody wears socks. But it's, if you don't no. remember them wearing socks, then maybe they were wearing the uh, ankle socks that were invisible in shoes. Yeah, the little short shoes. ones exactly, there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Little athletic socks that are invisible in shoes, which is fine. But my argument was, who the fuck, other than men in, I don't know, what, the late 50s, early 60s? Age-wise, not decade-wise. I was going to say, are attracted to women that wear the weird white socks you pull up past mid-calf that they have at the Hooters. Uh, yeah, rebuttal? Um, Amish people, they're like, oh, she's showing some ankle. Yeah, their socks go up way farther than that. Uh, okay, so not 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 how much people in Hooters. Uh, well, now I have a terrible terrible mental image of. I was gonna say Muslims. Uh, Do they wear socks? Under the whole thing, I have no idea. No, but I mean, even men. I'm pretty sure they don't. Wear socks? Well, I think it's just sandals. I wouldn't say. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to make a stereotype. I just don't know. Muslims don't wear socks. Is that <laughs> the weirdest stereotype of all? Really? Time. Yeah. It's like Chinese drivers and Muslims don't wear socks. It's the whole Eugene Merman. You could find a bigger elevator than this in Russia. Did you just make up a stereotype? Oh yeah, yeah. We was talking. Okay, I was yeah. like, wait, what? No, it's it's the making up a stereotype. Right. Yeah, Muslims and socks. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they wear some kind of sock, but I don't know what kind of stocking or sock they would wear. Like, I don't well, know. Well, you don't know how far it would go up, said, said Well, Muslim I mean, I, I don't leg. know, like, even men or women, I don't know if it would be like a stocking that goes up to the knee, or if it's just something to protect your foot against the rubbing of the leather shoe, or I, I don't know. You don't know they don't, you don't know they don't wear Crocs. I'm pretty sure they don't wear Crocs. Oh, that'd be like horribly Western capitalist, wouldn't it? Yeah. Also, they're just heinously ugly. Right, right. Now I'm going to go with the Western thing. Uh, that's, yeah. Well, like I said, I, I don't... Do you realize that I'm going to Google this later and I'm going to come up with so many really oh, fucked we're up gonna have, Yeah, we're, we're going to have a... Yeah. And I don't necessarily... I don't think it's a religion thing. I probably shouldn't have said it in a religious thing because it's not a do Muslims wear socks. It's just in that part of the world, what do they wear as a sock? They wear socks. Like, they're, they have business people. Um, no, but I'm just saying in that part of the world, traditionally... Would they wear socks? I think socks are, like, universal. I mean, they're like shoes. But, you know. Our feet shoes? What? Our feet shoes? Biologically speaking, yes. What if, what if we don't have shoes? Are you just stumping it? Wait, you're talking about if you don't have feet or you don't have shoes? I was talking about if you don't have feet. Then you don't have shoes? You no, shoes, then you'd have socks. <sighs> this semantics argument could go on Because then you could just pull them over to the stone. This semantics argument could go on for like hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm Damon, very I forgot I had makeup on today. I rubbed my eyes. Um, I'm so, not good at being a girl. Me neither. Um, I would have made well, a sexy chick. With the penis and everything. Yeah. Um, this is actually a weird continuation from last week's episode. 
Do you want to get into new stuff, or do you want to get into the stuff that we didn't talk about last week? Let's get through the old stuff first, because I don't want this to become like this weird gluttonous blister we have to pop at some point. Right. On our biological shoes. Red feet. Um, so last week I watched the, <laughs> yes there is, a fifth Highlander movie uh, called Highlander The Source. Yeah. So they went to Adrian Paul, who was the Highlander in the in the TV show, and he played um, Duncan, Duncan McLeod in in um, Highlander, Highlander Endgame, yeah. which is the fourth Highlander film. And he went, "I want artistic like I want some kind of artistic input." And they went, "You're insane. This is the fifth Highlander movie." <clears throat> Weirdly enough, and they were like, "We're gonna get Christopher uh, Lambert to come back because is it Lambert, not Lambert." I think it's Lambert because he's from Belgium, so it's got to be like a, a I, French place. I always said it Christopher Lambert. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not I wrong. I think it's Lambert. I just always said it Lambert. Yeah, I think it's Lambert. Okay. Um, and he went, I love this. He goes, I don't care how you're bringing Connor back because he died in, in Endgame. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, they're not making any more Mortal Kombat's with me in them either. That's not true. That's very true. Like that one in development. But now it's Christopher Lambert playing Raiden. Is he playing Raiden? It's been teased. Holy shit, really? Alright. Um, I hope your dog whistle hum got, got picked up. But uh, he wanted too much money for Highlander 5. <laughs> which Hollywood ha- really screws ha- up your had, sense of had, things, doesn't it? Which, by the way... We'll get into that. I, I watched it, and the budget had to have been max mm, nine ninety five. Like I, I could have feasted at uh, Taco Bell for the price of this movie, for the budget of this movie. Ouch! Oh yeah, it's it's rough. We'll get into that later. Um, just remind me, there is a great thing about the budget that I noticed in the like. Opening shots in the in the credit sequence, so Adrian, they went to Adrian Paul and said, "Fine, we'll make you an executive producer." And he said, "Fine, I'm not doing anything anyway." Um, and and they made it, and it's it's about uh, that ten thousand years ago or a hundred thousand years ago, whatever it is. One I think million it's, I think it's years 10, ago. I, it, yeah, it's it's the ghost of uh, robot ghost of. Thanksgiving's past or whatever, Christmas's past or whatever, from the future. But, uh, like, 10,000 years ago, this group of immortals uh, found, like, the site of the source of their power. Okay. Which makes no sense, um, because their power is innate. Um, Have you finished reading the Strain books yet? No. Okay. I've not even started reading them. In you, fact. Sh- you should. There's only three of them. They're they're pretty. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm aware. Series. I'm aware of what you're getting at on this one, um, with the angel stuff. Um, luckily, they don't go that way. I shouldn't say luckily, but um, they don't go that way with with Highlander. Um, they already tried to in two and say they were aliens. So anyway, so this group of immortals find this site of the source of their power, thus the name of the movie, um, and one of them kills the guardian and then becomes the guardian. And then 10,000 years later, uh, cut to 
in the literally it says in the near future, Ugh. and it only takes place in, and I mean like like, like two thousand seven. N- no, it's it. Okay, literally, like you know when you see like the like place and time of things in movies, mm-hmm. all it ever says, repeatedly, I might add, is in the near future. Eastern Europe. That's it's, all you it's ever get. Extremely vague. Yeah. So obviously, I got some kind of tax breaks for filming in Bulgaria. Um, and you don't know that. That might it's, be Lithuania it's, or there's, Yugoslavia. Huh? That might be Lithuania or Yugoslavia. It might be Yugoslavia. Actually, not. That's actually not an unpopular place to film. But um, anyway, you now have this another group of immortals uh, run by Mythos, who's in the TV show. Um, it's also in X-Men 2, the original X-Men 2. Um, and, uh, it's coming up on the Celestial Alignment, which will show us all, like, where the source comes from. And, uh, it will also, no. Uh, Mars, I assume, is part of the Celestial Alignment. Uh, it will also bathe the world in, like, cosmic radiation. So, the high not Highlanders, the immortals uh, have to be there to, I don't know, I guess, absorb... Radiation Samusal, it's very vague. Uh, it's a point that's brought up and then never paid off, uh, which would be a, a huge part of this movie. You're like, thanks, bad editing. Uh, yeah, so Connor McCloud has like gone into like reclusion. Um, you could just say recluse. Yeah, but that wouldn't be the adverb. Um, has, has, has become a recluse um, after his uh, psychic mortal wife left him. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, um, and uh, he's he's brought back into the fold uh, to um, I don't know stop the guardian because they find the source at one point one of them one one immortal finds the source and gets killed by the guardian. The guardian is he's an actor who's been like in like a handful of things, but he plays. I know I know they wrote it like okay he's been around for ten thousand years. And he's suffering from some kind of dementia. You know what I mean? Like, he's been he's around for so space long. space madness. He does have space madness. Time madness, we'll call it even. Uh, which would be better. Uh, but he just seems weird. Um, I, I kind of want to pause and, and show you some of the scenes. But he basically like... Well, I was going to pee so we can. Great. We'll be back after this. What the hell did you just make me watch? So we just we just watched a YouTube clip of Highlander, the source in five minutes, and I had to explain a few things like no, you didn't have flight, to explain anything. I got uh, it. It was super almost speed. as bad as the Crow Four Wicked Prayer. Was that the one with Dennis Hopper? Yes. When Did he was not doing see the it. Weird rap voice. Didn't yeah. see it. No, don't. Um, but I, just keep living your life. But the thing is, like, I, I was trying to explain like how the Guardian seemed like schizophrenic. He seems like a five-year-old. Yeah, like he's got like time dementia. I'm stuck which, in the cloud. I'm stuck in the yeah. And he's like, you're a mortal fuck. Like, and he's wearing this like weird headdress the entire time, which just makes it seem like he's wearing a helmet because he's special needs. He looks like a reject from one of the um, uh, Riddick Chronicles soldiers. Yes. And by the way, he pulls his sword out of himself. Like it's like he always like stabs himself with a sword when he sheathes it. Like it, it makes no sense. The movie makes no sense. Um, what was, what were some of your takeaways from watching the, the five minute 
thing. So you had a terrible that... writer, you had a terrible editor, your special effects were awful. Why oh, yeah. didn't you just make it easier by cutting the fight scene down to something more simple? And why is everyone spinning? Everyone's spinning, and I <laughs> I will say Twirling, twirling, twirling. I, I will the I will say this as a parting shot in this movie. At the very beginning, there's a, a woman being mugged uh, in the near future in Eastern Europe, and Duncan does, does runs. Does Robocop come and save her? I that would have been better. Um, Duncan McLeod is running, like you know, the edge of a building, right? And every time his foot hits, you can tell it's like plywood, like it bends. Oh, like no. it, like it's like oh, oh, and that's like the first five minutes, and I was like, ouch, I am in. For a treat, um, you're like I, I don't need recommend to take a this. Benadryl and watch mm. this with a glass of wine. I should have done that, or taken hallucinogens. Would have made it awesome. So I'm like, holy fuck, they're fighting and like, ah. So a couple of acquaintances of mine who remain unnamed recently went to the Dollar Theater after dropping acid to watch Doctor Strange. Bad idea, or a great idea. Great idea. Um, but yeah, Highlander Source. Fuck, and I only watched it because. How did this get made? The, the podcast, How Did This Get Made, did Highlander 2. And I was like, I kind of want to rewatch 3 and 4. And when I was, I thought on a I wiki hole. I loved Highlander, but there were two things that really bothered me about it. One, Sean, I was going to say Sean Connery's terrible accent. Oh, you mean the most amazing accent for a, you mean his Scottish accent for a Spaniard by way of Egypt? You know what's interesting is that they say the reason why his opening on that is so echoey is because he recorded it into a bat. He recorded it when he was in a bathroom and sent it to them. No, I believe it. And the other one is her makeup in the first uh, Highlander when she's supposed to be old. Remember, he finds the woman he falls in love with and he stays with her until she grows old. Yeah, Heather. Got her makeup when she's supposed to be a crone is so bad. It reminds me of. Um... What's her name? Carol Kane's makeup in uh, Princess Bread. Oh god, I can totally see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's We're like, it's so cartoonishly well, overdone. Well, that's exactly what it was. It was so cartoonishly overdone, which is funny since Carol Kane is now actually a little bit old. And she's still actually, she, she's old, but she doesn't look that cartoonishly old. No, I mean, they. I think they, they overdid it on, on Gotham. I'm I mean, not a witch, I'm your wife! He said to glaive, which means to cheat. No, um... Which, by the way, you know they did the announcement date on, uh, Kimmy Schmidt Season 3. Uh, it's May, May 19th. Is it 19th? I, that's what I just read. And just so you know, I could not stop laughing when I watched their teaser of Titus doing lemonade. I don't know what that means. Don't spoil it. Um, I have not I'm watched not the trailer for that. not the series, but yes, continue. No Carol King. I love her. Did you see the, um, I love her in the first... Did you see the Robert Downey Jr. Avengers Facebook Live? I did not. Where, uh, what's his name? Spider-Man's his camera guy, and then, like, Chris Pratt walks on? It's a nerdgasm. It's fucking fantastic. Watch it. Um, the Russo brothers pop on for a second. It's great. Um, anyway, uh, so I, I ended up falling down that wiki hole on Adrian Paul after watching Endgame, and I was like, what have you been doing since then? Not a lot. And it was like, Highlander, <laughs> the source, and I was like, Fuck it, I'm in. Oh, and he'll be in the reboot. I don't know. Like, he, he, he will not be the lead. I don't think he'll be the lead. No, of course he won't be the lead. If they're trying to but they're not calling it, it a Highlander anymore. What are they calling it now? I think it's just Immortal. Ugh, pass. Right. 
So Might as well watch the Vampire Diaries last season. I don't know what any of those words mean when you put them together. Um, so I watched that last week and we didn't get to that. Um, that one note I'll get to at the end. And then that actually catches us up. Okay. Um, What's your first note? I watched Snowden. We'll just get into the heavy stuff and we'll it's get into the stuff. one with Joseph Gordon-Levy, correct? Yeah, yeah. Did not get great reviews, was not a hit. Uh, was not at all... I wouldn't say wasn't at all accurate, but it was probably 75% accurate, which, in a movie like that, that percentage needs to be higher. Well, it's a lot better than Black Hat, I'm sure. Well, it wasn't really about hacking, but... Um, yeah, but he did steal it, it, there were There were parts of the story that I didn't know. Um, and it was really interesting. I, he gave a... I mean, it's it's a well-acted, well-directed movie. Um, but once again, like, some of the accuracy is a little... Fishy? Spotty, at best. Um, but he was a great Snowden. I read this thing about how they filmed it for... They shot it for... Um, they shot it. They, uh, they filmed it for... They filmed... Okay, Doug. They screened it. There wow. we go. Take three. They screened it for his family, and they were floored by how close he got to mannerisms, ac- not accent, but like... You said mannerisms. I think you meant mannerisms. I did, but I actually I meant uh, vocal inflection. You're an asshole. Inflection? Uh, yeah. The affectations. Um, so, I mean, it, it just shows... It just goes to show you how well um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is an amazing actor. Like I said, it was well-directed, well-acted. I, I honestly thought it'd be a little heavier. Um, I didn't think it'd be as... I wouldn't say light-hearted or funny. There were moments of humor. Um, but the but it was no the heavy else. moments where it's like him and, and the girlfriend or, or fiancé... She's um, the one who really got effed in this. Um, where it... It could have been really heavy and wasn't, and I kind of like that because it had it stayed with its own tone. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, so, but I recommend Snowden. Um, so, in terms of, I'll rip off Doug Benson and say, uh, watch this, not that. Watch Snowden, not Highlander: The Source. Two radically different movies, um, both about sources. One immortal power, the other one code. Didn't. So I vaguely talked to you last week about Riverdale. Yes, and I still haven't... I'm going to tell you, wait, because what I'm finding with this is I got to watch the first two episodes back to back. I think this is going to be one of those things where it ends up... It's it's so stupid, but it really is almost a little bit Veronica Mars slash Twin Peaksy. This seems to be something that's a lot more interesting to binge, because I don't want to wait week to fucking week to find out about this stupid ass I've heard all the teens are really horny. Yeah, they super are. Okay. But like I said, I don't want to wait week to week to find out all the stupid Does bullshit. Jughead wear the crown? Kind of, actually. They do a really good updated, modif- modified version of it. Hold on. Is that like a... No, no, don't do it's, that. It's a knit cap that has the crown That on has the crown on it? Yeah. Well, if you see it, it makes complete sense. And Jughead's character has been completely changed. Um, okay, so you know Jughead is basically the class clown. Yeah. In classic yeah. Archie comics. The fool. Yes. And he the was, fool archetype. They still, maybe they just haven't addressed it yet, but thus far he's been completely a- asexual. Okay. And in kind of the classic Archie comics, he was basically just in love with food. Yeah, specifically hamburgers. 
I believe so. I'm sorry, I just totally had a chasing Amy moment go through my head, and there was a lot of laughter. Oh my god, Archie is not fucking Mr. Weatherby! Hey, okay. Who's <laughs> black in the in the show, by the way, actually. Doesn't need to... That's not a gender specific. It's not like if they made Black Panther white. Um, Mode. Like that, that chubby white Black Panther that we saw when we were at the con. He never took off his mask. We just knew he was chubby. Yeah, we know he's white. He owned it. He had a gaggle of bitches. It was insane. Done with white girls. Done with white girls. The dirt bombs. Nice so, job. I think this is going to be one of those things where I might want to Veronica Mars it, where I wait until there's at least a season or two yeah. done before I start watching it. Because it really is just a teenage soap opera, but a little bit more interesting and a little bit more well-written. Okay. So it's like... Is there a name attached to this? I mean... It's by the people who did Gossip Girl and the Vampire Diaries. So no. Fuck. Yeah, okay. so no. It's it's a CW orgy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I gotcha. But I mean, their cinematography is great. I love the color scheme they've chosen for it. Because okay. it's a lot of darks and neons. Um, I find it weird that the one main character they're not talking about a great deal is Betty, who's one that tends to drive the plot. Like she, In the comics or in... In the show. Okay. She's the inquisitive one. She's the one that tends to be kind of digging and trying to find out the truth. But since Yeah, because was... Veron- Veronica was kind of the vapid rich girl, right? I mean... Yeah. Well, it's, it's do you want the Betty or the Veronica? Do you want the hot working girl or do you want the vapid rich girl? Right. Which is a little bit different in this because the Veronica character has moved back into town with her mother while her father is in disgrace for his illegal financial dealings. Okay. I kind of like that take on it. No, like I said... She needs to be humbled. I get it. Well, and she is humbled, and when she comes back into town, she really just wants to be a good person again. But she's still Veronica. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to wait. Like I said, I I can't watch it week to week. It is torture watching it week to week. But if I can binge a number of episodes, it'll be great. Okay. So I think, frankly, I'll probably make you wait till five, and then we'll watch five together and see. Okay. And then you can text me after the first ten minutes and ask when it's over. With Riverdale, that might actually be more accurate than it was with Veronica Mars. Um, well, there's no Ken Marino. Oh, that's actually... Who recently guested on something. He recently guested, guested on um, Speechless. I don't know what Speechless is. Um, it's Mini Driver sitcom. It's on... Un- that all sounds unfortunate. No, it's on NBC. The lead in it... Well, he's not technically the lead. The lead, it, it all focuses around a kid who's developed... Well, he's not developing any disabled but he's in a wheelchair and he can't speak and he's got two siblings and many drivers his mom I'm vaguely aware okay, of it's this. actually a really good show and actually surprisingly funny but Ken Marino plays the ex-boyfriend who was the roommate of her now husband who never got over her okay. he was actually really really funny and we want Ken Marino to get all the work that he can yes yes we do we want Ken Marino to have all the work uh, yeah I mean I haven't watched I think that there was an... I'd like to put my balls in that. Well, that was the state. That was Louie. Um, yeah, I think there's another season of Burning Love that I haven't watched. So. Well, I saw the two seasons. I saw the first season and then, like, the Bachelorette season. I think there's a third season. It's wonderful. Because the second season was uh, June Diane Raphael, right? We As... love June Diane Raphael. I cannot believe that he locked that shit up. Paul Shear. Good on you, Paul Shear. It... 
No, because she's so funny and beautiful and hilarious. And I bet they're hysterical together. Well, yeah. But if you just look at them, they don't look oh, like they belong yeah, together. No. 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 It's it's Seth Green and his wife. But um, it's just one of those things where I bet they sit together and make all sorts of horrible, horrific, nasty jokes constantly. Oh, yeah. Which is especially well, funny because I know they already have one kid. They might have a second by now. I think the now. second one might be now, yeah. Like I said, they might have a second by now. But like I said, if you know them personality-wise, it makes complete sense. But if you just physically look at yeah, them... Yeah, but the weird part is like when, when they're on, how did this get made? Like Some of the stuff she says, you're just like, fucking really? Yeah. She wanted to know what the definition of a street fighter was on the Street Fighter episode. What's a street fighter, Jack? It's someone who fights on the street. No, it's one who fights in streets. <sighs> Fair enough. Um, almost speaking of CW... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. I just wanted to do an update on Riverdale, which is I'm not giving up on it, but I think I'm going to wait to binge two or three episodes at one time because this week-to-week crap is not doing it for me. No, no, and and there are some shows that are like that. I mean, that's, that's why I can't watch fucking Shield. Yeah, no, this is the, and this this season I would say is one of those where you binge the first and second half. Um, I I really do think that's the way to do it. Um, with Shield or well, with Shield this season specifically, yes, because okay. the first half is magic. Um, and it's you know, build. well, it's they're hot on the heels of Doc Strange, which trying to introduce magic into the Marvel universe, and then they kind of like I said. Well, you got to build the Iron Fist too. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Speaking of magic, but I would say that the second half of the season, with all the AI and LMD, um, all the sciency stuff, you kind of say all the acronyms. Yeah, really all their acronym. Well, Jill is an acronym. Um, really puts it back into its wheelhouse. Um, and I've been really, really happy with, with the second half of this season. Uh, the first half was all right. Um, yeah, but do you want to watch it week to week or do you want to binge? I, well, I watch S.H.I.E.L.D. week to week. But? But I think this season was, this specific season of S.H.I.E.L.D. was built to be binged. I think there's like well, that was my issue the magic half too, and then the tech half. And I think if you watch it week to week, yeah, you get that turn right in the middle where you're like, oh, they're switching from magic to tech. But I think it works better if you like binged it and divided it up and went, okay, here's the magic half and here's the tech half. Go. Well, do you remember this about season one of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was okay with. I wasn't completely sold on it. I was okay with it. Season two, I had such a rough fucking time with. But when I actually binged it, it was fantastic. I could not fucking handle doing it week to week. There was just so many intricacies that they needed me to remember for seven days that I gave zero fucks about. It was a very hard time. Well, we go back to, uh, we were talking about this a little bit off air, um, that I gave you my collection of the Fables comic by Bill Willingham. Um, oh, God, that tortured you near the end. And... Well, not near... It was, I don't know if the series is still going. I don't think it is. Um, now they have a shitload of offshoots and trade paperbacks. Oh, yeah. Because they have Jack of Trades and all that jazz. But Cinderella and when, they, when they started planning a war in real time, like, it was so hard to read it month to month where I was like, I'm done. I will catch up in trade. 
when I can effectively binge it. Hold on, I have to make sure I didn't just set the trash on fire. I'm smelling something funky. Is it Funky Town? No, it's... Is that where you're taking us? Yeah, I did. Oh, we lit something on fire. No, no, no. The match was just hot enough to melt a little bit of the um, trash liner. I thought we were reliving a Electric Six album. Um, fire in the disco. Fire in Deb's bag of trash. Actually, it's empty except for that, but yeah. Thank God. Um, so, tangentially, from Marvel to DC, let's talk about DC TV. I haven't been watching uh, well, you don't like you don't mind spoilers, oh, so I'll all. get don't right mind, into it. No, I don't mind spoilers. Um, or I guess we could keep with Marvel. I could talk about Legion, but I've already. No, we can't talk about Legion. You actually don't want to be spoiled on Legion. Aubrey Plaza. Okay, we'll get the DC, and then we'll I'll bring up Legion. You can shut me down later. Um, and Flash, I I don't remember Alex Tassart being. I guess he was in the Flashpoint episode, but he played Julio in the original series in the 90s series it's been a long time um well Just, he, you know, he when was you say julio i start singing i know i know it, yeah but he was the lab assistant okay uh in the original series okay. um kind of the, the like kind of crazy outgoing guy to you know barry's like you know scientific like he was like he was wearing like hawaiian shirts and wanted to go to the club um but not in a horrible shade way no um so, I guess he was on their Flashpoint um, episode as a cop, and I didn't realize it, but I was glad to see uh, Alex Dessart come back. That makes for the triumvirate, um, or the trinity of the original series. Because you have Mark Amanda Pace. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, because you got, yeah, I, I didn't think about... Um, Mark Hamill. Well, I meant for the, the principal. Oh, I was talking about... Because you've got yeah, Amanda Pace and um, John Leslie Ship and Alex Dessart. Y- yes, you do have... Um, the trickster, thank you. yeah, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Um, maybe they'll bring in David Cassidy. Who knows? Because he played the Mirror Master. What's he doing now? Nothing. Nothing. So, there was a, a moment of shipping that did pay off with Killer Frost. And, well, my note says Frost and Malfoy. Did, Vi- did, did Violet and Killer Frost finally make out? Who? I said, did Violet and Killer Frost. Who's Violet? Violet. That'll come back to me. Looking back at me. Great. Um, anyway, it seems that, like, you know, uh, Caitlin's moving on from Robbie, uh, the the first Fire incarnation Storm. of Firestorm. First incarnation of Firestorm. What was Robbie's last name? Um, Raymond. Richmond? Well, Something like that. Well, it's not a Mel, but still. No. Well, it is a Mel. But, <laughs> Yeah. Which is coming back, so we'll see where that... Well, they've been teasing that, but yeah. Um, yeah, but they're also teasing that um, Eddie Thon's coming back as well. There could be any number of iterations, but yeah. So, the first incarnation of Firestorm, Ronnie Raymond, that's what it is. There's Ronnie and um, Victor Gerber, who's... Uh, Professor Stein, yeah. There we go. Um, and he sacrificed himself. Yeah. Right after they got married. Yeah. Because fuck so, you, Caitlin. Well, apparently she's moving on, because... Uh, She's making eyes at Malfoy. She's making eyes at, um... Tom. Julian, whatever his name is. Yeah, it's Tom something or other. But it's 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 Malfoy from... Is it Hardy? Her, huh? Is it Tom Hardy? No, that's Bane. I'll let you... I'll let you no, 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 no. It's something close to that, though. 
Steve Harvey. The mustache? Yeah, and the suit. And the announcing the Miss America wrong? That's what made him Dr. Alchemy. It turned him, turned him into that. Oh my god, can you imagine Dr. Alchemy, the character, hosting Family Feud? Greatest show of all time. Now, um, if Dr. Alchemy hosted it. But anyway, um, so Julian and, and Caitlin seem to have, like, a thing. Well, so, so I'm wondering they, if that's why they're bringing... She had a thing for Jay Gurick, too, though, is that she... Yeah, she did. She was kind of into him. I think it's that she really, and it's the same thing with Robbie, is that they had a common ground when it came to science. Yep. So it's one of those things. I think when somebody can connect with her on the same intellectual level, she thinks about them in her own... And maturity level, because you'd think she would hook up with Cisco based on Oh, God, maturity-wise, not so much. Yeah, there you go. But it's just one of those things where I think that somebody has to meet her in a certain place intellectually before she can even consider them romantically. Yeah. Which I get. Well, Jay's got to build, like, the, the, the gateway uh, to other Earths. And then uh, Malfoy, Julian, um, built... He didn't build... He didn't build the, the bracelets that kept her powers at bay, but I think he, like, updated it to, like, it could be the, the necklace. But it's one and, of those and he knows, where... like, metahuman science, like, extremely well as a detective. But it's also one of those things where when somebody understands, in a scientific way, how certain things are affecting her emotionally... She sees them in a different light, which is, I think, what happened with her at Jay and what's happening with Julian now, is that they understand how certain things scientifically are affecting her view of the world so she can actually understand them as they understand her. But is she projecting because... Oh, she's uber-projecting. You're kidding? That's why she ended up getting hooked on Jay, despite the fact that he was a complete fuckwad. And bad guy. Um... Because you got to figure, like, Robbie... Because wasn't Robbie, like, a security guard or something? Like, he didn't... No, Robbie was a scientist. They worked together. Was he a scientist? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure they worked together and he was a scientist. Okay, because in the comics he was, like, a high school student, so... No, no, I think he was a... He would think, I think he, he, was he, wasn't, a he wasn't a moron, but he wasn't, no, like, I'm super sh- smart. I'm pretty sure he was a peer of hers. Okay. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I watched the first season Because was he, was he working on the dark... Yeah, he, no, thing, he worked. Or... He worked in Star Labs, and if I remember correctly, something went wrong during the experiment, and he went to go run and try and deal with something. He, I think and he was trying to save got... Stein because wasn't Stein dragging the dark matter thing out? I don't under. It's been a long the time. The quantum, yeah, whatever. Um, okay, so Robbie was a quote unquote contemporary, um, professionally. Well, he's no Marlowe. I don't know what that means. He's making a Shakespeare Marlowe, anyways. Okay. Um, but... He wasn't a. He wasn't like a security guard. He wasn't like a. No, I think he was actually a gender or anything I think he, like. He was a researcher or a scientist. Okay. Okay. So we'll see, because I mean, like, it seems like she's kind of like, "Hey, you're not an evil Earth Two version of anyone," a la Jay. Um, I kind of want to touch your penis. Yeah, kind of want to get a you know, kind of want to let you slither in. Just a little um, bit of uh uh, and a little bit of uh. Really. Yeah. You're gonna skip over the slithering oh, joke. Oh, um, You've said it to me too many times already. Yeah, but it's in it context. hasn't been on it's air, but so, yeah, no, so but in context. Fast. Mm. Okay. Um. Maybe he'll uh, put it in her Gryffindor. I'm so sad I didn't save the picture I wanted to show you. Well, I've got a couple to show you after uh, uh, when we're done, but. No, uh, um, there was a fashion show earlier, and I can't remember if it was J. Crew. 
I'll have to go look through. But they had this weird, like, modified tie, but it was done in the colors of Ravenclaw. So it just looked like a weird modified Ravenclaw scarf on the shirt. Love it. Which is one of those things where I'm like, was that subconscious? Or did they do that on purpose? Depends on who they want to win at uh, Quidditch. Or at the, uh, you know, track up. What else do you have on your list? So, um, in terms of DC uh, Legends, I really liked that the last couple episodes, they've kind of fucked with the intro. Um, two weeks ago, it was, I believe it was Damien Dark doing the, the voiceover. Um, and it kind of puts it into the villain's perspective okay. of them trying to find um, the Spirit of Destiny and how their whole group, the Legion of Doom, um, the Hayward calls them, um, kind of works. Where it's like, well, why if if Thon, Eobard Thon, um, can go back in time and change things, why does he need Damien Dark? Why does he need Merlin? Um, is he pitting Merlin and Damien Dark against each other? Um, so it gets into like the kind of the, the political well, socio is it, is it the linchpin theory? What is the linchpin theory? You know what a linchpin is, right? Yeah. There are certain pivotal people in groups where hold the group together or right. or, or control a series of events or the outcome of events. Okay. So has he figured out that if he removes this person, the event will not change from what he wants it to be? So is he identifying these linchpin people? <sighs> To manipulate them into the outcome that he wants. I think they kind of, in a back asswards way, got there because Dark and Merlin were at each other's throats and went, wait a minute. Why are we actually, like, A, are we being pitted against each other? And two, like, why are we here if he can do dot, 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 if well, he can no, move through like time? I said, it's, it's the linchpin theory. Like I said, if he, re- go if he removes this person, is it far too many right. variables for him to try and control the outcome? It also turns out that using uh, Merlin and Dark, that the reverse Flash, Eobardthon, is running from what is the Black Flash. Not Zoom, the Black Flash. Okay. Um, so he has to keep moving. At one point, they managed to stop the Black Flash from getting Eobardthon. Because he needs to be like erased from time because of the whole Eddie Thon thing from the end of uh, Flash Season 1. Well, that sucked, but yes. But, so he's effectively a walking paradox, and the Flash equivalent of the Ring Race are coming to get him. So, oh no, 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 he's, he doesn't say they're the, the Ring Race. He actually, like, it doesn't say the Black Flash, but it's the Black Flash. Um, so that was, I like that they played with that, the bad guys for a season, or I'm sorry, for an episode. Uh, the last episode last week was an intro by Heatwave, or Rory. Can you imagine how that went, Deb? Awkward. It was amazing. He's like, hey, there's stuff happening in time, and we're here to stop it, because we're legends. And then, like, just credits. Like, like he literally does the most Rory Heatwave intro, where he's like, look, I don't I don't give a shit. Um, so, here's this. I actually follow that actor on Instagram. Uh, Dominic Purcell, I want to say. Is that right? Yes, I'm right. It is. I'm trying to describe his Instagram. It's awkward. Really? Well, it's one of those things where he's he's actually promoting Prison Break Season 5. Yeah. Which I'm interested in, despite how shitty, you know, 4 was. Okay. 
I'm interested in because I really like. I've loved the first season of Prison Break. Like, watched love, it. You should. You should watch the first season and then you should just stop. Loved it. And then it's like he's a surfer as well. And he actually had a pretty major filming injury earlier this year that almost killed him, but luckily his skull is unusually thick, so he survived. Not a shock. And then he puts all, all this stuff about, like, he puts up these random pictures of homeless people that he runs into because he's trying to humanize them. And he has, I was going to say, he has some kind of sponsorship with a watch company, so he'll put up pictures of himself wearing the watches. And admittedly, I'll give this to him. He has kids, and he only ever puts up pictures of his kids unless they're, like, over ten years old. Which is good on him. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it's just, it's just weirdly disjointed. So it's like, he, he if he just used it for publicity, that would make a lot more sense, but it's just strange. Or when he fought Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I follow him on the Instagrams. It's oddly disjointed. Okay. Um, but I loved the the Rory Heatwave intro into because uh, you've seen the show and they'd always do the like don't call us mm-hmm. you know whatever like we're legends and just to have Heatwave go yeah there was a thing and uh, time broke and now we fix it and uh, fuck off we're legends like it was so awesome um, but you do have uh, the last the, the newest development is that uh, the Legion of Doom has basically rewritten Rip Hunter's Rewritten. pants. What? That's what's happening at the Legion of Doom. Different Legion of Doom, but yeah. Grande wants pants. No. Yeah, it gets Brainiac. He goes, I just want pants. A decent pair of pants. Grande wants, wants pants, pants too. too. That's Mark Hamill. We'll bring it all the way back around. Sorry, go ahead. Um, So, Rip Hunter rewrote his whole brain. uh, Or cerebral architecture, or however they say it. Um, So that he doesn't he remember brain anything. Brain raped him. He brain raped himself, so that was brain masturbation. I don't know what that would be. Brain Um Yeah, but it was consensual. But Most you know, I don't know how to describe it. I'm pretty sure it. masturbation is consensual. It'd be weird if it wasn't. It'd be really weird if it wasn't. Do you want to just went to a dark place? Yeah, we did. Let's just continue on. Um, the Legion of Doom finds his original brain architecture and they go but we could fuck with it before we upload it back into RIP right? So they want to tweak the original program before they rewrite the update Repeat that? They want to tweak the original program before they rewrite the update Yes Rewrite might not be the right word on that one but yes Overlay? Um, Upload Upload Okay I was like wait rewrite's not right before they upload the... Re- yes. Would you like to replace the existing file? Well, they yeah, clicked... Exactly they, they clicked... Yeah. And they clicked replace, and now Rip Hunter's evil. He has killed George Washington. He's uh, a really underutilized actor. I mean, admittedly, I'm not too fond of Legends. I, think, I just feel like he deserves something more worthy of his talent. I think... I want him to go back to the BBC and guest star on Sherlock. Which is over, right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Is that wishful thinking on your part, or is that actual... No, they just haven't formally announced it yet, which is what they did for the last two seasons. Okay. Um, I think having Evil Rip Hunter gives him more meat to chew on, more film to chew on, so to speak. Um, more scenery to chew on, actually. I didn't know that was exactly what I was about to say. Um, I was literally about to say more scenery to I, chew on. I think if you binged 
uh, Legends once again, I think the first half you'd be like, meh. But I think coming it's, off it's of their just, hiatus, I think been, coming no, off of their mid-season so un- hiatus... Like I said, it's just been so uneven. Where you have these wonderful episodes that shine, and then they bury them in this mediocrity that's trying to draw I, it out to X number of I, episodes. I think, I th- honestly, I think after... And we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the, the Spielberg episode. I think... I think at this point they've kind of figured out the formula. Um, because giving... Uh, Arthur Darville the chance to play evil Rip and have him go against the team the team's like well fuck like how can we fight him because we don't want to hurt him um, it's, it's one of those um, it, it's a really interesting twist and I'm once again much like S.H.I.E.L.D. enjoying the second half of the season uh, more than I enjoyed the first half such a long way to get there how yeah, but you know what? If you it, have to wait you know, through but you know what if it's worth it it's worth it I mean that's it's one of those, like I said, I, I don't know how many times have I said this on this on this podcast, but like, I've got a friend who still to this day denies that Bucky Barnes is dead, or, or alive rather, and fuck you, Winter Soldier, and yeah, like, and I'm like, you know what, like, yeah, they brought him back, and you can not like that, but a good story is a good story, and it was worth waiting for. Are you um, kidding me? It's worth the scene with him walking home holding the bag of plums. Because you know plums help you recover memory. Well, that was in the movie, not not the comics. No, but I'm just saying everything it, was. In the comics, it was a cosmic was, cube. But like not I plums. said, no, it's like I said, plums help you. Plums help you with recovering brain memory after That's an injury. That's just the Russos being awesome. But um, it's just one of those things for like poor Bucky hiding out in Eastern Europe, just trying to recover his memory in the near future. And shit together. <laughs> and then what happens? Damn! SWAT team in your apartment. Run, bitch, run! Bam! That was Black well, Panther. Wasn't that in Civil War? That was the Civil no, War. No, right? first of all, it's a SWAT team, and then Captain America gets him out, and they're running down the tunnel, and then Black Panther. And then there. Black Panther. Which it's was like fantastic. shit just can't. It's like you're like I think I'm okay. Oh I think wait, I'm okay. no, nope. you're not. Black Panther, super powered, like, like delegate with uh, what do they call that from uh, Lethal Weapon Two? The um, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Because hammer, you can't sue. What? Do you not remember that? It's from like the second season of uh, Family Guy. He sings a whole song called Can't Touch Me because he has diplomatic immunity. Immunity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he founds Victoria. Uh, Victoria. And, yeah. then he, and then he invades Joe Ohio to take his pool. Yeah. Um, Sorry, list. Great. Arrow. Uh, Ragman fucks off. Um, he fucks off Crazy. after. <laughs> not, not, not on screen. He Ragman leaves. Ragman fucks off. Uh, Ragman leaves um, after finding out... That, well, there's this whole thing with, like, can Felicity stop another Haven Rock-esque situation? Okay. And he disagrees with how she does it, though agrees with her that, like, it should have been done. It's the, the ends justify the means. He loved the ends, but did not like the means. Well, what um, was his solution? Not hers. Kind of. It kind of boils down to that. Um, she's been it's given. Lazy well, logic. No, she's been given. She's been given a jump drive that has like multiple like decrypted government files, and there's another hacker who's like uses to take down everything, not just what you need it for, and that 
kind of power of knowledge has seemed to... I wouldn't say completely corrupted Felicity, but... You're talking about absolute power. Well, you know the phrase. Yeah, absolute, absolute power, power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. So, he seems to think that it's... She's a bit overwhelmed and doesn't agree with her. Well, she's had a lot of other things happen emotionally. Right, but... Basically throughout her Felicity Arrow life, so... Still... So he, he leaves, um, which I was kind of sad, because I actually liked the character. Um, Say it right. And then, uh... There's, there's the reporter girlfriend reveal. Um... Ollie can't trust anybody. Um, it, it's gotten that already. Outside, outside of Diggle and Felicity, um... And maybe what is it, Wild Dog or Dog Doggy Style or whatever his name is? Really, Doggy Style? Yeah, I'm going with Doggy Style. Wow, wow, wow! Yippee! Yippee! You know, yeah, uh, uh, Dogs and Voorhees, I'll call him. Um, he cannot trust a goddamn person. Yeah, he should have learned that though with Huntress, with Helena. He, Helena was the first one he hooked up with, other than Laurel, after he got back. And she turned into an insane murderous vigilante. Which we all knew she would, because she was Huntress. He should have known he can't fucking trust anyone. Also, don't give her a high-powered crossbow. No. Um, Just saying. He can't even trust people in the Bratva, so... Well, you know. He knew he was going to burn that bridge at some point. Yeah, I, I find that... My only thing with Arrow is that I think they're kind of rushing the, um, and not, no pun intended, um, they're rushing the last year, uh, that's unexplained, the fifth year of, like, being on the island, like, all the flashback stuff. It well, he seems wasn't like, on the island at that point. It was just the fifth year he was missing. But you know what I mean? Yeah. The fish year. The fish year. Yeah, the when fifth he was fishing. Year. The fifth year he was missing. Um, when he's playing Bobby Fisher. Who might have been on that island? That I'll, I'll give you. You know I said it. No? Nothing? Alright, cool. Um, I'm just thinking about Fisher Stevens. Because what's he doing? Nothing but hanging out with the era. What is Fisher Stevens doing these days? Nothing! Are we sure? Not being racist in short circuit movies. Do you remember they actually had a whole conversation about that in um, Master of None? I never watched it. Well, it's... Really? Aziz Ansari Netflix. I, I'm aware of it. I know what you're talking about. I think you'd like it. I know. You showed me an episode. Okay. The one where he, like, slaps the guy's ice cream out of his hand, or someone slaps ice cream out of his hand, or... No, that, that was a whole different thing, but yeah. But yeah, that episode. Well, now I really want ice cream. You know what sounds really good right now? Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Sure. I guess. I don't... Yeah, I'm not following you on that one. Did I have a Dairy Queen ice cream cake when you were a kid? No! Oh, Doug. You'd hate it now. <laughs> no, it's one of those things that's so overly indulgent and sweet, you'd love it as a little kid, but yeah, as an no, adult, I, you'd no, fucking hate yeah. it. Yeah. Diabetes and a cake. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, as a little kid, you'd love it, but as an adult, you'd fucking hate it. My point is, they're rushing... I think they're rushing the... They're rushing? Final... It, that's... Pun I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, um, no, I'm saying it. The the last year that Ollie was gone, um, you've suddenly introduced Talia, 
Al Ghul and the League of Assassins and Bratva and what's going to drive him to go back to the island. It's all going to come to a head in like, what, eight, what do we got, like six episodes left? I'd have to look. But, um, yeah, I think they're kind of forcing a bit of it. Um, especially, and we'll see what happens next year because they won't be able to rely on the flashbacks because it's like, and then what happened? You went back to Star City and the flashbacks will be like season one. Actually, I totally would love hilariously to see some flashbacks of season one. I would like that for one episode, like just to be funny. No, I just, I'd love to see the flashback of like him and, uh, oh crap, now it's gone. All I can think of the actress's name, Willa, Speedy. Oh, yeah, the sister. Thea, there we go. Yep. I'd love to see, like, a flashback of him and Thea's first meeting when he gets back and then having some, like, weird sinister subplot after that. Yeah, or, like, implies that he may have, may or may not have killed what she did. Uh, her drug dealer. Oh, no, he um, did. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know what I mean, where he's like... But, like I said, just one of those things where they go back in the first season and, like, just amp it up a little. And, frankly, any time they can have Tommy back, I'm okay with that. I don't think they're bringing him... Back. Well, no, okay, so that actor... Ah, fucking Flashpoint. Why did you stop talking? Do we even know it? That's an exhaust outside. It's oh, no, it totally sounded like it was coming from upstairs. So, the actor who plays Tommy, I can't think of the actor's name, he's been jokingly referred to as the new Sean Bean because the two roles he's known for is getting killed on Arrow and getting killed on The Affair. I'm aware of the affair. I haven't watched it. It's pretty good, actually. But yeah, like I said, he gets murdered very, very quickly on in the affair. Well, he didn't get murdered. Was like, what? Didn't he die in like the... the end of season two. In Arrow? Oh, was it the end of season one? It was the end of season one. It was one. the end of season one when they Marco- collapsed. It yeah, was they... a Markovian um, earthquake bomb. Thing. Yeah, I was going to say when they collapsed half of the... Uh, the... Blades. Oh, sorry. Are we even going to bother talking about Supergirl or either one of us watching it? I'm not. Also, I'm not do you have either. to stop talking every time a motorcycle like drives by? That was a weird. That was a weird lull. Maybe I was just listening to the motorcycle. All right. So none of us are watching Supergirl. No. Why? Who gives a shit? There was actually a pretty interesting announcement up on Morning Spoilers for IO9, which was they've recruited Dean Kane to uh, once again reappear, reappear as a guest star. Remember, he's supposed to be her foster dad. Yeah. So that's happening. Great. If I ever watched it, I'd super care. Yeah, I, I, I don't... Binged I binged the first season and it sucked so fucking hard. I think the third season, like I said, the third season will be closer to the CW style. It just takes that, like, bridge season to See, get Every there. time I read some kind of notice about the Flash-Supergirl crossover that's supposed to be a musical, my vagina dries up. Who's the bad guy? I haven't said. It's gotta be the music meister. Nice. Or Pipe Piper. Oh, no, it can't be Pipe Piper. But it's just one of those things where when you hear a musical episode, immediately you're like, ooh. Really? Buffy? He's no- Xena? Okay, one of those was great. Xena was fun. Xena happened before Buffy. Okay, Buffy was in fucking credible. Yeah, I it's have that, like I said, I have that friggin' soundtrack. Yeah, I listen I to that too. soundtrack. But ever for one of every one of those like that, then you get, you know, like that seventies show musical episode. Did they do one of those? It was bad. It was oh, really bad. God. And then you get mediocre ones, which you can watch but you don't particularly enjoy, you know, like Scrubs. 
I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Still didn't enjoy it. Right. Do I think the Flash writers with the Supergirl writers are talented enough to write a music episode? No, I fucking don't. I think the only reason they're doing that is because their two leads once both appeared on Glee. Both or just... Both. Grant Gusterson played a role... Yeah, no, I know, I, know, I know the Flash came from Glee. I didn't know she did, too. In the last couple seasons, she was actually the new female lead. Oh, she came in late. I yeah, don't know. she played a character Glee. named Miley. Sure. Yeah, no, like the season where Leah Michelle is off in New show York. Was Glee. Nice. Thank like you. I said, no, they were both on Glee, which is how they met the first time. So that's why they're trying to do a fucking musical uh, episode. They met the first time on Earth 3? What do you have on your list, Doug? <laughs> is it Earth 3? What Earth is she on? I have no fucking idea. She was on some shitty channel and they bought her out because Supergirl should have never been on that fucking channel. That's true. Um, oh, sorry. Powerless. Uh, still cute, needs depth, is getting there. It seems like another one where we should give it five episodes. Absolutely not. I'm I'm on board with it. Um, I think well, it's, it's hilarious. Well, it's got Danny and Ron Funches. I'm not going to stop watching. Uh, and Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. And even Vanessa Hutchins is really funny. Well, it's not that especially in the second episode. It's not that I don't like Alan Tudyk. It's that they're not utilizing him to his full potential. They'll get there. I honestly think and they'll Vanessa get there. And Vanessa she's actually super cute and super funny. Um, she's actually really funny on the second episode where well, no, it's she tries, episode she where tries make... to be their friend. No, it's just the, the first episode where boss. they make the gag where she spits out the plaster after the super attack. She's like, is it a bird? It's a plane? And then all the rubble collapses on them and she spits out the plaster. On the first episode? Yeah, they're out on the patio. And she's like, what's that? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? And then Danny Pooh's like, how do you not no, know? No, no, but like I said, some of the rubble falls over and they have the umbrella up so they're fine, but a bunch oh. of the powder goes on her and she does Rumbrella. The, like I said, she goes, no, it's just a regular... Ugh, never mind. No, it's the rumbrella. It's a point in the second episode. The umbrella that stops rubble? I know what you're talking about. That's not what I'm trying to describe. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Never mind. I think it's cute. Once again, it needs depth. I... Th- I don't think I'll give it five episodes. I think I'm on board with Powerless. Um, I like it. It's, it's Van Wayne still pisses me off. <laughs> I just think it's so interesting that that's an actual character who was in the comics in the 70s. They're like, hey, he needs a cousin. Van Wayne. Yeah, where are his parents? Why couldn't they raise Wayne? Oh, I'm so sorry. And that is the... It's Becky calling. Okay. <laughs> um, I watched Legion. You want me to be quiet. Let me find my keys. I'll go outside for a minute. No, 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 no. I don't want you to tell me shit. I want to go in clean. I want to yay or nay and that's it. So I've stopped Deb from jingling her keys. Um, you don't want me to talk about Legion. I don't. And I'm just going to keep jingling my keys. Well, they're gone now. Um, now they're in my purse. They're away from the podca- uh, podcast for don't now. Don't make me kick this table over. Please don't. I won't. Um, don't even tap the table. Don't. I can see it. Oh my god, I can see it. Um, Let's talk about The Walking Dead. Only because I was going to bring up the chew finale, and you don't want me to ruin that either, which... I think that's fair. I will say... 
the end. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I, I can't. Thank I you. Can't. Yeah. No. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely it's right. It's such a layered story. You but Chu did. I got finished. the last trade paper back. Um, I mean, it finished months ago, but based on you know, to publishing schedule. Yeah. Um, but Chu did end, um, and that's all I can say about that. Is Chu did end? Um, I am sad because it was a a fantastic series. Um, yeah, but it's one of those series you don't want it to go on forever. You do want it to have a conclusion because you don't want it to draw out and become terrible and stagnant. You're absolutely right. Um, can't say anything about the ending. The Walking Dead uh, came back this week. Um, I have no notes about it, but I love that... Uh, let's see. Uh, the armies are effectively coming together. Rick went to the hilltop. Uh, the guy who runs that... who's character name, I can't remember, but Xander Berkeley um, is the guy who uh, runs the hilltop, is pretty much a giant dick. Um, has been a giant dick for the entirety that he's been on it. Um, even after Sasha and Maggie save hilltop, he's still a giant dick. Um, I mean, like, uncircumcised, smelly, unwashed dick. He's an asshole. Um... I know I jumped body parts on that one, but um, he's not... A, I know you're not supposed to like his character, is the thing. And they really make you hate him. Um, though I do love the actor, Xander Berkeley. He's intentionally unlikely. He, unlikely. Unlikable. Yeah, you're no, absolutely I just, right. I know, I know what you meant. Nobody saw the hand that I did. I, I know what you unlikely. meant. Unlikely. Um, you do have Hilltop, Alexandria, parts of the kingdom... Uh, coming together, which that was a fun moment where they all finally meet uh, King Ezekiel, and the character Jesus goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot to mention he has a tiger." <laughs> like they walk in, and there's a tiger, and they're all like in the back of the like like room, and they're like, you can tell like everyone from Alexandria is like, "What the fuck? He has a tiger." How freaked out would you be if you walked in to meet someone and they had a tiger? It's more that it just seems super wasteful. What do you mean? You know what it takes to keep an exotic animal alive in a well, environment no, and that he, is he, not He talked about them. that with, with when he and Carol kind of got real um, before Carol split. Uh, but, you know, the, 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 he raised the tiger since birth. Like, it had been a thing. Like, he worked at the zoo. Um, but still, you know the resources it takes to keep an exotic animal alive when it's not. It's he's got the he's got the resources. When you watch the when you see the kingdom, he's got the resources. He does. That might have been inaudible, but yeah, um, he, he they do have the resources to keep a tiger alive. Uh, we hope, because um, let's not see the tiger go. Oh no, we don't want the tiger to die. No. We just also don't want to see it eating people. A lot. Or walkers. Oh, God, I would no. assume that would oh, no. poison it, right? I'm pretty sure he would die if he ate walkers. Well, but then he would come back. No, I don't... I don't he's still a mammal, no, much I, like people I are. I don't think... So he would have the walking dead gene. I realize gene. I now have zombie tiger in my head, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Zombie tiger. Actually, I kind of see Shane as, like, Tigger. It's like, TTFN. The wonderful thing about zombies, zombies are a wonderful thing. Tops are made out of rubber, their bodies are made out of springs. 
Irassi, and guts. Fun, 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 fun. Do you not Shit, remember even that I don't. I, I remember the, the beginning of it. The one thing about Tiggers is that I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Tigger, please. Um, that just happened. But, uh... Now we're all uncomfortable. Yeah, speak for yourself. And you were. Um, so you have the Hilltop, uh, Alexandria, all of... Basically, of everyone coming together to face off against the Saviors. You don't see Negan, but you do hear him <laughs> on this episode. And, and by the way, one of the most Negan things for him to say, where they're talking about, um, Fat Joey being killed when Daryl was escaping the Saviors, and he's like... We'll need a, we'll we'll have a silent moment for Fat to, uh, Fat Joey, mm-hmm. and now Skinny Joey will just be known as Joey. Joey. Like yeah, it's it's a very Negan thing to say, uh, in terms of a eulogy. Um, and then you have basically the the premiere episode ends with them being overtaken by the all women group, which I I don't remember the name of the the community off the top of my head. Don't see this. Yes, the no penis community, Deb. Um, actually, it is. Uh, that's not true. That's not actually what it's called. But uh, it's like Oceanside or something like that. And the very last scene is like all the women like overtaking the small group that Rick brought out with him, and they've all got like guns trained on them. And he's like, he just smiles. Rick fucking smiles, and he's like. We got another group that we can, like, get in on this, and they've got guns. Also, Gabriel's a... Well, I shouldn't say dick, because I've been using that word a lot, sorry. Uh, Father Gabriel, asshole, uh, grabbed all that Alexandria's food, some of their weapons, and has driven off to... Oh, no. I would say God knows where, but he takes them to the boat, which if you watch the show, uh, you know what that means. But a boat is a very... The boat is this very um, isolated place. Uh, it, well, it's a little boat in the middle of a lake full of walkers. That's really hard to get to. Um, has um, he done that to I'm, save them from the saviors? I'm sure we always hated Father Gabriel. I agree. But has he done that to save them from the saviors? Has he done it for a purely selfish reason? And if, and if he did do it for a selfish reason, why leave a clue onto where he's going? So I think he's trying to save their resources from the saviors. He's doing the right thing in the wrong way. Is is That's kind of his deal. That actually kind of is his deal. Actually, I agree with that. No, I mean, um, that, that's his character motivation. Is he's doing the right thing in exactly the wrong way. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see how, you know, the, the whole theme of the second half of The Walking Dead Season 7 is... Rise up. That's what they're calling it. Deb? No, yes? you can see me doing creepy hand motions. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Um, sorry. And now we're Canadian. Sorry. Boot, a boot, a boot, a boot. But um, but um, but um. There's a Canadian reference. Oh, God. I don't want to get that truck. She's. It's a trap, but she said it. So. How I Met Your Mother references aside, um, I'm interested to see how they rise up against the saviors. I've had a few people that watch it uh, who are friends go, well, they're going to kill Negan. And I'm like, 
he didn't die in the comics. No, they, they they've put got him, him imprisoned. Well, um, yeah. where he builds his rapport with uh, Carl, which he has already started in Say the show. Right. Coral. Thank you. Um. So we'll see where it goes, but I'm really excited for. They may not get to the war in this season. I think they'll be leading up to it going into the next season. Um, that's how I would write it. And the beginning of the war would be the end of this season. Okay. Where it's like, you know, the, the two armies at the top of the hill type of thing. And they all meet at the precipice. Um, that's where I'm seeing this season end and the next season begin. Um, the armies coming down on each other. Um, the hilltop, Alexandria... Basically, the survivors versus the saviors is what I'll call it. Okay. So, but I'm really excited. I'm, I'm just glad Walking Dead is back. Um, I know it's going to be only a couple months worth of episodes, and, and they'll go, oh my god, I have to wait until October again. Um, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, they get time off, but I, I don't want them to have time off. I, I, I just want to watch the show all of the time. All of the time. You'd be bored of it, you know it. Me? No. Right. Me what not. else is on your list? That's it. Um, in other news, so still working on the rearranging of the, the Clad Cave. Yep. It's better this week. I know what I want to do, I just don't have the furniture to do it yet. You notice your Spider-Man is back in a place of glory. It is. And I notice I'm missing a big chunk of the Fable single issues, and I'm not 100% sure where they are, which makes me irritated. I'll double check my stuff, but... No, no, it's one of those things where the person I thought I lent them to says he doesn't have them and he wouldn't fucking lie to me. No. So, yeah. I don't think he's lying. I think he honestly doesn't know well, he's got them. it might be him. a mistake. It might be a mistake. I think he honestly doesn't know he has them. Uh, what am I going to do? Go search his place? That would be awkward for all of us. I'll do it in another couple of weeks. Excuse me? I'll do it in another couple of weeks. It was weirdly high-pitched. Uh, let's see. Uh, Red Shirts. I've been watching a lot of Law and Order Special Victims Unit, or as Doug likes to call it. Oh, uh, Law and Order uh, Sports, Utility. Sports Utility Vehicle. That's the NTF SDUV. Yeah, whatever that is. So I'm now, like I said, I'm now convinced every time I go outside, nothing happens for two minutes. I'm about to find a body. Bong, bong. Exactly. Ominous tones. Uh, other red shirts. Um, they got, I think we talked about this last week, The Good Place got renewed for a season two. Okay. Which we're happy about. Have you sure. watched any of it yet? Nope. You know what it is, right? Yep. I think you should. Also, Adam Scott makes a really awesome cameo for a couple episodes. Nice. As um, the Cones of Dunshire. Actually, is the representative of The Bad Place. Okay. I watched that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I got a couple, so. No, we're good. Go ahead. Um, Lucifer has not been picked up for season three yet. Exactly. I would, this does not I, bode well. Doesn't bode well at all, which sucks, because it's actually a really interesting series. I think it was marketed wrong, I think they have it on the wrong night, and I really do not approve of some of the plot lines they went through for this third, uh, this second season. 
I, uh, upon reading the comics... Um, it, it's not that. I just, I still have a huge problem with them introducing his quote-unquote mother, no matter how interesting a character she is and how well she's played by that actress. Uh, Trisha Helfer, yeah. I think it's lazy. Um, we'll see. I think, I think like I said uh, last week when you went to the bathroom, um, I'd love to see the storyline of him creating his own universe, whether it's an alternate reality, I guess, would be the way to do it on this show. Um, I, I want to see everything played out. I don't want it to end like Constantine, where it's like, it got really good, and then have like a few threads, and you're just like, oh, and then that's it. Well, the thing is that Fox wasn't a bad network for Lucifer. I just think they marketed it wrong and put it on the wrong night. I agree. Um, whereas Lucifer, I'm sorry, whereas Constantine, that was absolutely the wrong network. Oh, absolutely. It was yeah, I agree. Completely the wrong. Like, if they just, like, put it on Even the CW. Even if it had been Fox. No, if they put it on the CW and put it on as, like, the Vampire Diaries lead in, it probably would have been a fucking hit. Yeah, I agree. Um, Lucifer got the, you know, but we, not Lucifer, um, Constantine, Constantine got the, no, it got got the shafted. Um, but we did talk about that last week with Justice League Dark, where, you know, Matt Ryan was Constantine in Justice League Dark, which he deserves to be forever and ever and ever, because I, pitch perfect casting. Sorry. And, um, well, sorry, Cammy. I've, I've gotten over my whole Tom Ellis as uh, Lucifer, because it's not even close to what he was in the books. However, the essence of the character is intact. Yeah, but he's so charismatic like I said, and the, charming like I said, and perfect. The, the essence of the character has been intact. The main difference between the comics Lucifer and him Lucifer is that the comics Lucifer is a lot more cold. You do have that in the first no, season. No, he's he's a lot more compartmentally emotional. Yeah. Whereas second season, Tom Lucifer is a lot more human. That never Which really, is kind of the point. But I'm just saying that never really happens in the comics. Even all the way up until the end, even when he does get emotional, it's in a very logical, compartmentalized way. Interesting. I look forward to getting there since I'm only on the, on the, on the third book. Um, I'm not saying there's things that don't make him angry. I'm not saying there's things that don't touch him at an emotional level, but it's in a very specific, logical, way. logical yeah. compartmentalized way where yeah. it doesn't affect his entire plan or his entire world. Okay. Um, also, apparently there's a lawsuit going on for... Crap. I should have made a note about this. Epic fail. No, there's these two composers that developed a theme song for Lucifer, which we both know they never used. And one of the comic book properties ganked it and used it for a film. I don't know what you're talking about, unfortunately. <sighs> I'm going to need IO9. Um, it's, well, not, it's, it's not important. I'll, I'll, I'll text you about it later. Okay. Um, Mistakes? I'm doing all right, actually. Mistakes I made this week. Apparently I am a curse to my upstairs neighbors having bad sex. You what? Apparently I am a curse to having my upstairs neighbors have bad sex. I thought your upstairs neighbors had good sex previous to this. No. What the ones previous to that? Nope. The ones wow. previous to that. It's three neighbors before that were the ones that had good sex. The only super good sex I've ever heard from my downstairs neighbors was a pair of lesbians. 
And that was so damn near loud and awesome, I wanted to go down and high-five them both. That was the whole me giving him the Kool-Aid man double thumbs up Polaroid Ooh, conversation. Don't give two thumbs to a lesb- to pair of lesbians. <laughs> then you're involved. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.